Ladies and gentlemen, a very good evening and a warm welcome to this special Red and Blue Review uh, where we are talking about the departure, of course, of Mushia Vieira. First of all, let me introduce my sidekick for the evening. I've got, I'm telling you now, I've got one that's definitely pro-departure. Uh, one thinks it's probably the wrong time and maybe me sitting on the bench. But first of all, evening, Gel Holyoke, how are you, mate? Hello, mate. Did you did you say psychic or or psychic? Because I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. Jordan O'Day, good evening to you, mate, and also a very warm welcome to our other, well, the backbone of our community, our Red and Blue Review community, really, Mr. Noble. How you doing, man? Evening, mate. Yeah, good evening, Nick. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Joe. Um, you've been working on that joke all day, Jen. No, you? I haven't. Just made it up. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, you've cheered me up a little bit because I'm not very happy. Not very happy. Well, how about I cheer everybody else out on Facebook land? Colin, George, I can see you guys. Um, Forrester winning 1 0 already against Newcastle. Our day gets worse and worse, gentlemen. Our day gets worse and worse. Um, right, where should we kick off? So, Crystal Palace, I don't think it's come as much of a surprise. I think the timing was a little bit strange. Um, there's not many managers survive, in my mind, um, with, is it 12, 12 games without a win? No games in 2020, no wins in 2023. Um, it, so, it was no strain, no surprise that Parrish pulled the uh, trigger when he did. Joe, what was your instant reaction? Because I phoned you uh more or less straight away this morning and you already knew about it what was your initial reaction when you saw it i don't mean to 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 be joyous or gleeful in any way but like a month for me a month's too late it was just the the, the, the writing's been on the wall for ages i, I saw I, I saw i i don't take you know comfort in the fact that someone's been sat from their job even though they earn more money than a year than I would intend but you know it, it, irrespective of if you're not doing your job very well then then the nature of you know we're we're in a you know the, the business of football is is entertainment and 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 winning really um and we're not massively entertaining and we aren't winning so got to go Leon, good evening. I can see you out there. Chloe, John Knox, I can see you guys, every, each and every one of you. Put your comments in the chat because we can see them as they come up on screen, okay? Ian Noble, what was your what your, your instant reaction this morning when you heard the news? My, my, my initial reaction was a sort of a little bit of disbelief, really. I was I was gutted, to be honest with you. Um, I thought the timing was wrong. Um, I hear what Jill's saying about a month or two ago. Um, I would have been... I suppose happier with a month or two ago when you know we weren't doing very well um but latterly you know all right we had those three games which is an awful stat of no shots on target but you know we weren't disgraced at home to manchester city um we took a point off liverpool at home we weren't very good at villa i'll give you that maybe he could have got the sack after the villa game but we improved against brighton the other night we're not going to do the game tonight obviously but we were we, we had a marked improvement at the Amex, I thought, um, compared to the previous games. And yet then he gets the sack. But I, I, I guess the timing is important. And maybe they're looking at the Arsenal game thinking, well, that's a bit of a free hit. We're not going to 
get much there anyway. You know, they're top of the league and all the rest of it. And then we go into a two-week international break. And that's why the decisions made now may be. Um, but my initial reaction this morning was, okay. I'm just going to be honest with you, I didn't want to see him go. I would have given him to the end of the season, me probably. But I know that's not everyone's view. Okay, so this is the announcement from the club. Uh, Crystal Palace Football Club uh, confirmed that Patrick Vieira has left his post as first-team manager. Um, the state say when he comes up, the chairman, Steve Parrish, said, it is with enormous regret that this difficult decision has been made. Ultimately, as Jill and Chloe have just said in the chat, recent months in a precarious league position, we felt a change is necessary to give us the best chance of retaining our Premier League status. Now, OK, thank you, Nigel. Um, if you compare his stats, and I know this is something Nigel has been compiling over the course of the last few months, um, to our previous managers, and we're going to come on to one of our previous managers in a minute. Uh, and you can see that Patrick Vieira's loss percentage was actually not as bad as everybody else's. The trouble was, yeah. in there were too many draws. He was at 35.6%, compared with Alan Pardew's 44.8%, and Sam Allardyce's 50%. Um, Roy Hodgson, of course, is sitting there on 43.8%. Uh, but it's very interesting, one2 uh, points per goal uh, on average uh, per yeah. game, and, and and most of that is you know, there's not that much difference in everybody else. Uh, Poulis 1.5, uh, Pardry 1.4 per game. Uh, I think the in his short tenure, I mean, it's been 18 months he's been there, 25 draws. Okay, Roy Hodgson's 37 draws. So, who are we going to lean on? Leon, I can see you out there, mate. If you want to join us, join in the chat live on the show, feel free to do us. Feel uh, join us. I mean, I know that outside in the marketplace at the moment, and allegedly talks have already progressed that Roy Hodgson is in line. Um, Paddy is taking over, obviously, for the Sunday game, but Roy Hodgson is in line not to take over just for a couple of games, but Roy Hodgson is in line to take over as manager. Your thoughts, Ian, you first. Yeah. Um... Look, you look at those stats that you just put up there. There's nothing in it. There's hardly anything in it between all those managers. Um, and they've all been and gone. Look, going back to Roy Hodgson would be a real backward step. I can't imagine any of the Crystal Palace fan base being happy with that. I really can't. Um, you know, Roy did a job. He came in four seasons. You know, But for the last year or so, people were screaming for him to go because it was so boring. Um, and Patrick Vieira changed that. You know, he changed it. Not only did he change it, he changed it through a time of of uh, great change with the playing staff. You know, a lot of players in, a lot of players out. Um, and he did a good job last season, you know, fantastic season. But you can't go back to Roy Hodgson. Please, no. You know, it, it's just, just it, there's got to be a better solution to that. I'd rather have Paddy McCarthy to the end of the season or, or Friedman. You know, he knows how to manage in, in the Premier League, doesn't he? I don't know. What do people Don't think? swear at me, Ian. You know my thoughts. Okay, uh, Jill, your thoughts? Oh, I mean, I, I saw Hodgson. I mean, my, my wife said to me, Hodgson's two to one favourite. He needs to come back. I would be fuming oh, if, if, like, like Ian has said. We agree, Jill. Amazing. Yeah. Mm. Do, do you know, Boy, do you know, do you know, you know what? I'm just going to interrupt this. Good news is on the 
47th minute, Newcastle just equalised. Carry on, mate. Yes, just seen it. You've just take it completely done what I was I can't think what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, 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 so the thing is, right, so, so we've got, we haven't got that many games left to the end of the season. The way that we were going, we were going to go down with Patrick Vieira. Now, uh, what what's confounded me is is people have been saying for the last, oh, let's just get all these difficult games out of the way. <laughs> Everybody below us is going to be going, Woo, we've got Palace. Everton have began, or we turned them over. When it really mattered last year, we turned them over. So it don't really matter. Do you think Leeds, we're going to go to Leeds and get and let, and let them, like, literally, they're going to let us roll them over? Do you think Leicester are going to let us roll them over? All those teams that we think we have this, the people think we have this right to be able to beat, to, for them to just roll over. Every, I'm telling you now, every single game is a cup final for all of those six, seven, eight teams down there, every single time. And, and, the, and the thing is, every single stack that, that literally has not lied for the last three, four, five months, for this season, let's say, this entire season gone, means that we don't survive because we are not either, well, just every single stack says that we are going to go down. We are the, the slowest, we're the laziest, we're the, we don't shut down. And then he thinks he's Pep Guardiola, doesn't even play a bloody forward in the games. So I'm glad he's been sacked. I'm telling you now, people think that this is just an open and shut case that we've now got five, six, seven teams or six teams below us, that we are going to survive. Excellent. Absolutely okay. Okay. never. Okay, right. So you're glad he's been sacked, right? Okay. I yeah. get where you're coming from, totally in the point of view of the results, and it is a results business. But we haven't got a plan. We haven't got anyone to come in. You know, surely that's a mistake, isn't it, on behalf of the parish oh, or the board? Parish. You don't sack a manager of Vieira's quality, regardless of the results. And, Gel, you know, I don't know if you saw the Brighton game, but we were better against Brighton. We For 15 minutes, yeah. Against City. We won a disaster in the last few games. We took points of Newcastle. Man United, Liverpool, Brighton, a good side at Sellers. You know, so, you know, I mean, it's not all bad. No, I... fixtures is bloody awful, I know. And I know there's no God-given right to winning these games that you're talking about. But surely, with the quality we have in this squad, we'll give games, we'll give teams like Leicester and Everton. West Ham are shocking at the moment. We're surely going to beat teams like that. Sellers. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're saying that. Let's just go Leicester, right? They've got a far better midfield than us. If they just play Jamie Vardy, they've got a far better forward line than us. We should, we should, that's probably why I think we won't get, we won't get anything off of Leicester. When it comes to West Ham, West Ham, are, uh, West Ham are just, they're just an enigma. In, in Europe, they look like they're probably going to go on and do something, you know, something decent in Europe playing, in a league which we wish we were playing in, but and I, I can almost guarantee that the, for the Premier League that these teams will turn up for us. They will. They will turn up for us. Listen, like I said, I'm pleased. He's, I'm pleased he's been that he's not our manager anymore. I'm not pleased he lost his job. It is what it is. But like I said, he gets compensated for that fantastic league. So, but and, and but would Parish sack our manager? And not, be, I mean, it's not just Parish. He, he's got the load, the whatever, however many owners that we have. He'd have had to have talked to them because well, they've got I hope, the majority. I hope he's got a plan. 
Well, he must have a plan. He absolutely must. And he must have sounded out. I don't think that this is because, like, like we've already just said, we could have sacked him a month ago and no one would have been surprised. No one at all, right? He must have been thinking and he must have been talking. They must be talking to people behind the scenes. There are enough managers. Nick, I said to you a month ago, I'm gutted Sean Deitch got that job for Everton. I said he was the man for us. Sean Deitch would have us like he did with Burnley in, in the top eight. I'm telling you, with the squad that we've got. Right, OK. Um, uh, Richard Thomas in the chat is just saying that there was a Palace fan on Talk Sport earlier this morning saying uh, they're an easier run of games. That person was our very own Red and Blue Reviews, Tim Richards. So well done, Tim. I heard you I heard you live on the radio this morning. Shame you didn't drop in the name Red and Blue Review to Simon Jordan so you could pop on the show. Um, I wanted to come in and start... I give you my, my my thought process on that. I've asked you to, so very quickly. So when I very first heard the news this morning, there was a little bit of surprise. There was. But the first thing that crossed my mind, and you're gonna you're probably gonna both sit there and roll your eyes at me. That's fine. My opinion was okay, he was he was right to be dismissed. Okay, I want to talk about the plan going forward in a second. Ian, I know you've already preempt it a little bit but that's, no, that's what I was going to come on to but the one thing I was genuinely genuinely proud of okay as a team in the Premier League that we were the only team in the Premier League to have a black manager okay and we you know we we pride ourselves in South East London as a diverse uh, area a diverse club okay and a welcoming club and that's the only thing I know it's a results business in the That was the only thing that disappointed me was the fact that we have now there is now no black Premier League managers. That that was my that was my gut reaction anyway. First thing this morning, right? Onto the plan now. I have a worry with that as well. Okay, and my concern was that look at what happened when Roy Hodgson went. Okay, we went from choice number one to choice number two to choice number three, and eventually settled on choice number four. That process took weeks. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, gentlemen. We don't have weeks. We don't. We we might have two or three. We might have two or three because of, we got, we got the Arsenal game that obviously we're going to get beaten on at the weekend, and we're going to go into a two-week international break. We need an appointment, whoever it is. God forbid it's Roy Olsen, but we need. And that would, if it turns out to be Roy until the end of the season, my thought. Again, I only heard about that. 15 minutes before we came on air in a journey home, because I've just finished work, uh, to go to Roy Hodgson will be taking a backward step, okay? What would be the point in letting him go in the first place if 18 months later and the guy, in fairness, was getting on a little bit in his, he was the oldest Premier League manager anyway. What's a, what, what are we going to gain by doing that now, Joe? Well, I mean, we've we've already said that it, 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 Roy Hodgson would be would be the biggest backward step. Has has Ocean Roberts gone? Yeah. Is any? Yeah. It, oh, so it's so they are a pet. So they're the a pet. No, it's all the backroom stuff. There's four of them gone. Okay, um, Ocean Roberts is one of them. I can't remember the other ones, uh, but the they've all gone. Okay, so the the, the natural successor then to come in has probably got to be Paddy. Paddy McCarthy, I would have thought just for just for the Arsenal game. Um, 
who he can't, who he brings with him, I don't know. I mean, it'll just, I, I don't, I think he'll just say, can you just, it'll be a cover for me. No, no, what we've done, Gell, I watched the under 21s beat Arsenal 2 0 today, okay? Um, and they've actually just shifted them all up from, so the under 19 manager took the under 21 today. The under 21s manager, Paddy McCarthy, he's, he's taking the first team. So they've, they've just shuffled them all up for this weekend. Okay, I mean, let's just say by some absolute miracle that he gets any kind of result, which would be a draw uh, uh, or better, um, uh, then maybe they... uh, The the, the thing that I worry about, right, is getting in a temporary manager to the end of the season, knowing that what we've already discussed this in previous shows, that we've got 9, 10 or 11 players that will not be part of that squad next year. So it has to be, it has it has to be someone who's willing to come in and work with kids. Hodgson doesn't like kids. We know that. That's why his average age was about 28, 29. Um, he likes experience. So I got a feeling that we need to promote from within someone who knows the ethos of the club. And again, I think he's downfall. Just certainly, sorry, Nick. I think he's downfall. And one of the reasons why I wanted him gone, I was. It finished it for me when he sacked Sean Derry. When he kicked Sean Derry out of the club, because Sean Derry probably wanted to start fighting players at half time. Uh, for me, that's a was a massive. Right. So, Joe, that's that's the bit I was going to tell you. They haven't sacked Sean Derry. Okay, Sean, Sean Derry is still at the club in theory. Ian Lyons has just asked the question: Is that right? What I've heard that he's still being paid by the club. Yes, he is. Would you take Sean Derry, Ian? Yeah, I mean, Sean Derry, lots of rumours flying around that Sean Derry has never left the employment at Crystal Palace Football Club and that he's due for a return. And what happened was, allegedly, that after the Everton debacle and we lost 3-0, Sean Derry tore into the team in the dressing room, told them they weren't fit to wear the shirt and all the rest of it. Um, Patrick Vieira, being the calm, mild-mannered man that he is, wasn't happy with that attitude and told Derry that he overstepped the mark. Now, it then took another two or three months for Derry to leave the the, um, the, the the training staff of the first team. And what worried me when he did leave wasn't the fact that so much that he left, but that he wasn't replaced. Now, you can't take somebody out like that who's an integral part of you know, the infrastructure and not replace them. So I think that was a mistake on Patrick Vieira's part. Another thing that we, we I don't know whether you're going to raise this, Nick, but and I said this, I think, on a show a few weeks back, is that look at the similarities between what's happened now at Crystal Palace and Nice. Nice. You know, he lost, he had a first good season at Nice when they finished fifth and qualified for Europe or something. And then he got a sack two thirds of the way through the second season. It's remarkably similar to what's happened. Someone put on Twitter and said that the stats and everything, mm-hmm. it almost it almost mimics the whole thing of what happened at Nice. So this is the other thing as well. So I might have made myself look a little bit stupid here with the, with the Sean Derry thing, but did you guys, did you know that he was still at the club in any capacity at all? Listen, I don't think he's at the club, but he's at the he's not club. He he's on the payroll, certainly. There's plans he's to bring him back. Oh, so, but did you know? We thought he'd be, he was gone. Yeah, I thought we found out this morning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so this is the this is the other thing as well. I, I think it's pretty much a, a known 
you know, like Roy Hodgson, when he was managing us, I think, when he first started managing us, we're still being paid by Liverpool. But is that would, that, would that be with us? So we were still paying him. We didn't pay him off. So we've just sat him at home on gardening leave and then just gone, well, your contract, you've still got a contract and bought him back. That must be that something similar to what's gone on. Because yeah, having, having him taken away from the first team and then being around the club, if, if the error had turned up, would have been a toxic situation. So that's the only thing I can surmise that he has. Ian Lyons, I know you're watching out there. Can you uh, look at the link that Nigel sent you and jump on, please? Uh, I want to talk to you about something. Um, lots of comments going out on on out in Facebook land. I am watching every one of them. Thank you. And I can't believe there's so many of you joined the show this evening. Uh, Nigel just messaged me. He said, there's over 80 of you out there. This is just an impromptu chat amongst ourselves. And with you included, I can, uh, Chloe says, the only thing is uh, it has a massive pull in terms, in terms of players. Great point, Chloe. Patrick Vieira did have a massive pull in terms of players. And any thought of Zaha staying at the end of the season, you can say, you probably say goodbye to that with this. this, this why, why would you say that? Why? There's absolutely, I don't, I mean, okay, this is the point I wanted to make earlier. We never got to it. Right. I find the dismissal strange, although not surprising. And the reason I say I find it strange is for this reason. And Jill's already alluded to it. We were literally only halfway through the project. Now, the board have got to take some culpability for this, okay? We're halfway through the project with the likes of Gehe, Anderson, Decore. That's, that's, they're the ones that came in. They are the future, okay? We know that we've got a whole load of other players out of contract. So the rest of the project was supposed to be happening later, well, the closed season. We know that, including the Zaha scenario. One way or other, that's got to be resolved, probably will be resolved as the off, which is fine. I, I, nobody holds out against him. He doesn't owe us anything. So I find it strange that they didn't back him and I was few, spitting bullets about it in the last transfer window where we, we signed absolutely nobody at all. Okay, and or, who was the one that we did sell and sign? Um, we signed Amada from Stuttgart. Amada and, and a couple of loans. And who really hasn't and impressed that, very much at all, to be honest with you. No, he, he, he seems a little bit lightweight. But so my point being is we're only halfway through the project. Okay, you know, they, they took him on. They took Vieira on with the understanding is that we need a rebuild and we've got a project to complete. Okay. Let's go in health and leather. And they really supported him in his first transfer window massively. They never got through and replaced the Gallagher scenario. We then consequently lost the rest of our midfield to injury or whatever. Okay. And so, hang on a minute. Vieira has been unlucky by getting dismissed when he hasn't been backed. He certainly wasn't backed at the last window. And he hasn't been given an opportunity to complete the project that they set him in the first place. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree, Nick, largely with what you're saying there. I think there is the project is is incomplete. Uh, it remains incomplete, but it's going to remain incomplete now that he's gone, isn't it? Um, you know, there are some some decisions that he's made recently that uh, people, frustrated fans, I think. You know, we looked at some of the substitutions. We're thinking, how can you make that substitution? That doesn't seem right at all. There were exceptions to that, of course. You know, you look at the substitution. In half time at Brighton the other night, when Decore's on the yellow card, lucky not to get sent off. And then he, we're 1 0 down, he brings on an attacking midfielder instead. Good on him for that. Fantastic. But then, you know, other other decisions 
maybe leave a lot to be desired. One thing in the chat that I've seen about Richards, I, want, I just want to talk about Richards, if I may. How is he not playing, this lad? That's the other thing. Lots of things like that we could be talking about tonight. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to do that in a second. Uh, just asking the question, and Facebook user is asking, how long was Vieira's contract? It was three years, and he's, do he's done... Yeah, his, three years. Uh, so, so 18 months. Uh, and Richard Thomas has come back up here and said, yeah, Nick, we look like we're going to going backwards massively. We don't even look like scoring. I get that. Look out. All these yacht from the Mediterranean. Welcome, Ian Lyons. <laughs> How you doing, mate? Not too bad. Well, I've been better. I've been better. Okay. Let's, I've, I've had days. Okay, I'd like your instant gut reaction, please. Um, disappointed. I think I put, I put on here just a minute ago that no more than five days ago, someone said in, in the comments going up, people here be sacked after the Brighton game. And I went, what planet are you on? And I have to hold my hands up and apologise. Uh, listen, it's... Um, I feel sorry for the guy. I think he's a lovely guy. Probably too nice, considering he was complete opposite as a player. Um, obviously, you know, while I've been trying to log on and get my piano in place, uh, I've been hearing you going on about Derry and that. You know, that's what I heard uh, yesterday, that he's still employed by the club. Um, but if we go back to Hodgson, I think I'll just... I think this, that piano would be going out the window. Well, at least we're all in agreement on one thing, aren't we? We're all in agreement that Roy Hodgson will be a massive backward step. Yeah, without a doubt. So my, my question is now then, Nick, to probably preempt your one of your few the next few questions, is who you know, I know there's a there's a lot of people out there in the marketplace. I think you can take Pochettino and people like that completely away. You can't... They're big club managers. We're not a big club. No matter we're Premier League, we're not even a stepping stone for, for people like Pochettino and the ex-Chelsea manager and stuff people have mentioned. But would you take a younger manager who might be more in touch with uh, a more attacking style with a younger player who, who can inspire younger academy players to come through quicker who would you would you let's just say for instance if we were offered and i'm only going to say one name because out of all of them that i can see at the moment i called for him before he went to villa but i would have loved to have seen gerard come to us would you really yeah i would do no 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 listen listen hear me out hear me out you saying that He's got he's got exactly the same experience as, as Vieira. Yes, you're not in wrong. Fact, there. He, in fact, he's got more experience because he's done the Premier League. He's well, done, yeah, the, he's done the, 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 top, the top thing in Scotland, which is pretty much that championship, whatever. But he's done he's done his time in the Premier League. He's done more time than Vieira. And he is, you know, and, and when it comes to big game stuff, he's he's done the international scene, he's done the big won the big cups, won the biggest and you know what I mean? I'm just saying. I know people go, oh, I don't want, don't want, um, you know, we don't want him. But but again, it's another tie to a bigger club for stuff that we, I thought we would be getting Arsenal players left, right and centre on loan. What about you know Frank what I mean? Lampard? Would you take Frank Lampard? No, no, I wouldn't. So what's the difference between Lampard and Gerrard? Just a, just a personal preference, which is why I only said Gerrard's. 
I also think with Lampard turned us down for start, so he can get lost. But um, and, and so did uh, Espirito Santo. Um, yeah. But Hassan Hootel's being na- uh, mentioned in the last hour or so. Yeah. I think it was a little hard done by at Southampton. Whether or not it'll be a long-term prospect for us, I don't know. And I certainly certainly, certainly make them run about here. Yeah, exactly. But then, then you talk about what about Bielsa? No, right? he can't even right? speak English, mate. Not interested. Okay, he does. He speaks perfect English, but he don't speak it to the media. But, and I agree with you. Um, I would have got, I would have been interested in someone like Vincent Company until I heard that he said that we were overachieving. Um, <laughs> and also, so, also, Ian, sorry, why would Vincent Company leave Burnley? When well, they're going to be in the Premier League next year. I'm not saying exactly. he would. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying he would by, by any stretch of the imagination. What I'm saying is that he's the type of player, uh, type of manager yeah. that I'd like to see at our club. But then clearly he's deluded, um, you know, as to how we've been performing. Um, I, I, uh, Gerard, not not entirely convinced. He he shone brightly, and then and then went dark very quickly uh, at Villa. Uh, I don't know. I am at a loss. Um, well, because... about the, the one manager you haven't mentioned, Ian, sorry to cut across you, um, who's doing well in the Championship is Michael Carrick at Middlesbrough. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was the one that I couldn't think of. Yeah, I, and he, I agree with you. you know, that's a possibility, he, I think. But we'd be going for an unproven manager, and I say unproven in... in mm. I, I think I had this discussion with An- Andrew on the um, on the chat earlier, Okay. Just because someone's not done it in the Premier, no, none of them have done it in the Prem until they've actually arrived in the Prem. You know, being a manager, the skill set to sort out a formation, work out patterns of play, set up training plans, motivate players, and actually team building are the same whether you're in Sunday League or whether you're in the Premier League. The difference is being able to deal with massive egos. And I think someone like Carrick, he will have a bit, someone like Gerard will have a bit of kudos initially because of what they've done in the game as players. But these, you know, these these millionaires uh, will quickly suss them out and know full well that it won't be them that gets the, gets the hook if things go sour because they'll just get, a, you know, they'll just go somewhere else. Yep. No, I'm going to make yeah, a point. Um... I mean, I think, I think one of the things I was disappointed about when Patrick Vieira was appointed was that he didn't have Premier League experience. Now, that was at the start of the season. So, you know, he proved us all wrong. He did all right in that first season. But um, I think with this appointment, because we haven't got any time at all and we need to get it absolutely right to stay in this league for this season with 12 games left or whatever it is, we must appoint someone with Premier League experience. So whether that's um, Ralph Hessen, whatever his name is, Southampton guy, or um, Jesse Marsh, or somebody that's managed in the Premier League, somebody, even Bielsa maybe, you know, somebody See, that's managed in the Premier League um, to the end of the season. If they do well, then they've got an opportunity to take the job on after that. That's sad. Yeah, well, that's what I just said. I, I don't think I don't think at this stage if they if they've been thinking about this as the Athletic reported a, few, uh, a couple of weeks back that he's got four games left, and this that was the fourth game, Brighton then surely they would have their eye on someone. Now, again, we have got, theoretically, the easiest running, okay? And so they would surely be tapping someone up to say, look, 
we're going to ease you in gently. You've got a night. Well, we're going to ease you in because you're going to have a nice run in. You right? But um, is there any evidence that they've done that? Because because okay. if someone like Roy is coming up in the conversation, then clearly that's not the case. Okay, but maybe maybe we don't know that. Maybe Roy's just coming in as an interim manager while uh, for a handover period. Um, I made a point on the show a couple last week. I think it was. I think Ian, you were on, uh, and I got shot down in flames and saying, "I think the club is broken. I think we are broken from top to bottom at the moment." And as it's pro proving to be the case, if you were any of the managers that you've spoken about, okay, you, you've given us a whole list of even Neil Warnock's just got a closing. Given us Neil Warnock and. All the managers you've just spoken about, if you were, if you had any sort of brain in your head, why would you come to a club that looks as toxic as Crystal Palace? Because they're out of a job. And they get paid a lot of money. They're yeah. all unemployed. Say again. They're all unemployed at the minute. Hassan all I could sort of understand, and he didn't do a bad job at Southampton. I get that. Bielsa um, was loved initially at Leeds. Um, I don't really know, but it, the, I don't know who I'd want, okay? But, and you, you're also saying that he's got to have Premier League experience. I don't even think that's actually necessarily the case. Um, okay. You know, that's, uh, but again, that's, this is what this is all about. I, I must touch base with everybody out in Facebook land. Why? Why are you watching us? It's Friday evening. And you're giving up your Friday evening. And there's the best part of 100. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A million times, thank you. I, I, I get the feeling that, and I'm reading all your comments as they go through, you're as frustrated with the decision as everybody else as we are. You, you can't understand it. Okay, There doesn't seem any logic to it now. And I can see all, all of your... Leon saying definitely Bielsa. Um, uh, Gary Milton saying... Lucian Favre, didn't he turn us down? Didn't we offer him the job and he accepted the job and didn't, didn't want it in the end? I'm not so sure. But Something like that. Can, can, I, can, I, can I just say, we, we've gone for a big list of names, Nick, and and we did at, at, at first turn around and mention Paddy McCarthy. Just for the just the four of us, I'll put this question and I'll give my answer straight. Would I be averse to Paddy McCarthy being given the job till the end of the season? I, I, I would love that. I would love yeah. that. It would it would take out the the it, it would keep the connection with the club. With I, I, I can see you nodding, Nick. Go on. I, I'll, I'll say yes. Okay, I'll go next if you don't mind. Yeah. I'd say no. Okay, very simply, very simply because we need. Uh, Steve Camacho says, says, and I hope you're well, mate. I hope the babies are well. Congratulations. So Steve had twins very recently, or his wife had twins very recently. Congratulations, mate. Look forward to seeing you soon. Um, I say no simply because I think at this stage of our predicament in the current status in the Premier League, okay, where we are, we're not just looking over our shoulders. If it's not here, we're actually in amongst them. Okay, We're in amongst them. By the way, 56 minutes, still 1-1. One, one. Um I think we need somebody who can go in there and the more I think about it, somebody can go in there who knows the club. What am I about to say, boys? Who knows the club and has Premier League experience and has a wealth of experience. Yeah. You know what? Maybe Roy is the right answer until the end of the season. Uh, Sam. I'd sooner have and Sam over. 
and Ben Teke is on his way back as well. Sorry, I, I know he don't want to go back. I know we don't want to go back. But it's, uh, who else are you going to get? None of those people there know the club. Not one of them know the club. Ian, no, Ian, Ian, would you have Paddy? Um, I would have Paddy ahead of Roy, for sure. Um, 100%. Roy Hodgson must not come back and manage this football club again. No. All right, end of. Um, Paddy McCarthy knows the players. He was he was training them pre-season. Um, you know, he, he, you know, if anyone's gonna bring kids through from the under 21s, it's gonna be Paddy McCarthy. Uh I just let's see how Saturday Sunday goes, shall we? Because he's been given his opportunity. If you haven't seen his interview yet on Palace TV, watch it. It's a very eloquent interview after training today. He he talked about the fact that they, they followed instructions, they they felt good and all the rest of it. So you know, I, I was I was I was um, greatly encouraged by that interview, um, having watched it. So watch it if you haven't seen it already. Um, Paddy McCarthy for me would be a good appointment um, if it works. It's one of those ones that if it works, it's a genius. If it doesn't, we're all going. How on earth did we manage to do that? Because we're now a Championship club, and then the irony yeah. is you get the job in the Championship. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with Paddy doing it. I'd like Derry by his side, though. Can you imagine walking into the changing room oh, at half time and you're down against those two? Paddy would be standing there, and as soon as the last one comes in, the door shuts because Derry's there going, right, now, we're going to pin them in. But it's going to be short-term, isn't it? Let's be honest. I mean, if we don't get out of this playing the bottom nine sides, then he's got no chance of keeping it anyway. And even if he does, if people always say, well, we were playing teams we should have been beating anyway. Um, but it may give the club a bit more time. The only problem, this is part of my thinking as to why it's been done now, is because a number of clubs are looking to shift their managers. And we've just done it first. We've pulled the trigger first to try and get the first uh, the foot in the door with a number of the potential candidates before anyone else does. I'll be interested to see after this weekend's fixtures, However, if there are any other management uh, changes. Well, I thought that most clubs down the bottom would already changed their manager this season, Ian. Yeah, but clubs like... Only West Ham, I think everyone else has. Anyway. Watford sacked me a new manager yet. Oh, the other <laughs> thing is about Roy. I was going to say this earlier. Since Roy left Crystal Palace, hasn't he take Wat taken Watford down in, in the interim? <laughs> So, you know, even more reason to get him back. <laughs> yeah. Do you know I, what? I, there's, I, sorry, I, there's I, been some really I, good stuff come up in the in the chat that's coming up on the screen. Someone just said, "Get pops back, Tony Popovich," and then someone else just. What was the last one that just came up on the screen? Damien Delaney. Didn't as well. Imagine that. Oh, what a little what a dream team for that would be. And Rambo. Let's just get that whole team back, and then if we're having a nightmare at half time, then they can just have a big fight. So we have between them. You just see the tunnel, the tunnel from outside. You just see the tunnel bulging. <laughs> I do, I do. This is the only, the only other thing. So, sorry, Nick. Just one more thing, mate. The only, the only thing that I, I know you said that everybody has just been shifted upwards, seventeens to the nineteens, nineteens, twenty ones, and then Paddy into the first team. Let's just say that he only gets. Let's just say that that 
a, a manager comes in, another manager becomes available, and the club go, all right then, does, does Paddy go back in and then go and then it all goes back yeah, down does, again? That's exactly it, what it happens. Okay, okay. I would hate for it to be a poison chalice. We get hump 5 nil or whatever by Arsenal, let's say, and then everyone goes, oh, he's a load of old crap, let's get rid I'm just saying it would be, yeah. It, 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 I mean, it, it'd be like a, t- a temporary thing with that as a guarantee. What yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing, though, and I don't know if he'd, maybe he would have the balls to do it, is that um, if uh, if Paddy does take it on, whether or not he'll blood a few of the youngsters, because he knows them better than anyone, and it would be a good way of shaking things up. I'm, yeah, absolutely spot on. The other one I said, got, if got, anyone's going to bring kids through, it's Paddy McCarthy. Nick? And I've got. We'll wrap this up in a minute because what I'll I'll do is I'll. uh, I'm just going to phone Steve Coppel because boys, you know I've got Steve Coppel's number right here, don't you? And I can pick up the phone. So Steve, are you busy this weekend? (laughs) (laughs) Steve, you're busy. Hey, very good, very good. He's ordering. He's probably watching Brentford. No, 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 he hasn't known. Yeah, he does like his Brentford, doesn't he? Certainly, his son does. Chris Powell's just left his job with England. Yeah, oh, interesting. Because he's actually he's assisting. Uh, it's uh, he's assisting Paddy this weekend. No, it's not. It's Darren Powell. That is. Chris Powell is at, at the training ground. Well, Chris Chris Powell was the was the one that I told you when. Um, when our young players got picked for England and he was literally all over them before they went on and just calming them down and just chilling with them on the sidelines um, with, with Mitchell and, and Gay, especially with Mitchell. I, I took a lot of photos. I was at that game. One of the, I think the Switzerland game I was at for uh, Wembley. And, uh, but that would, again, that would be a, a, a good thing to, to have his experience as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking. Do you know what? I feel more upbeat now, now that he's gone, because because we, you know, the the club has been forced into into doing this, and sometimes, you know, sometimes it can be catastrophic, and then sometimes it can actually be, um, it can just be the thing that calms everyone down. That little bit of promotion within, and I think we all know what we can what we can expect from Paddy. It's whether the players can can get that application in, Ian. Yeah, I mean, whoever we get in, we've just got to get behind that manager. Yeah. Um, and Sky Sports are reporting that we're in discussion with Roy Hodgson. And if that's the case, I would be against that appointment myself. I think all of us would from what we've we've heard tonight. Maybe not you, Nick. But if, if he's appointed, we just need to get behind it. it there's no point... In whinging about it and, and moaning and booing him and the rest of it, you know, I was disappointed at the Amex at the end on Wednesday night when Palace fans were booing the side. We lost one nil to a very good team, our, our greatest rivals, and they were booing the players. That's out of order, totally out of order. Yeah. You don't boo your own team, you really don't. Not in Newcastle, those circumstances. Newcastle two one up. Um, paid your money. I've, yeah, you uh, paid your money. I get that. Listen, I, whoever, sorry, Joe, whoever, whoever goes in, I agree, needs to support. But being in discussions with Roy Hodgson doesn't mean it's in discussions for him taking over. 
mm. Stephen, which always uses him as counsel. And he did so with regards to the previous appointment as well and his successor. So let's not read, you know, too much into it at the minute. But yeah, I agree with you. Whoever it is, we, we'll back them 100% because it's the player. The players are just as much as at fault here. And a lot of them are playing for contracts. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree. I agree. There, there, there was another thing. And the, the, the thing that I thought about, believe it or not, I was... When I, but as soon as I heard, and I just thought, you know, I know a few people that go all the time, and I was trying to work out because of it. It's a it's a financial question to you, Ian Noble. The the frustration of for someone that goes to virtually every single game. Yep. How much do you reckon? I was I was if you went to every single game and you stayed stayed in hotels for let's just say six or seven, and then you had your food, your booze, your home ticket, your away ticket. How much do you think it costs? Just before people go, oh, you have no right to to say this, and you have no right to say that. How much do you think it costs you to follow Palace every year? Fifteen grand, twenty yeah, grand. It's a lot of money. Do you know what? I hate to say it, but I've no idea. But um, it is a huge amount of money. And it's not getting any easier either because the train fares are ridiculous. Um, the train service is awful, by the way. Um, and, yeah, you get the best deals you can on overnights and that kind of stuff, which is three or four a season. Um, at least tickets for away games are capped at 30 quid. Um, but it's not just the, it's not so much for me the money. It's the time invested in it as well. And the way game is like sometimes six in the morning till midnight. You know, it's it's ridiculous. And that, and that's, that's and my point is is being served up a, a one nil defeat. You know, the the stuff that's been served up. Like I said, it's a it's a it's a points driven culture. You 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 have to win almost at any cost. To stay in the Premier League, um, but also you need to be. You need to also have the club should always be thinking how much money is costing the fans, because like you say, it's not just the just how much money, but how much time. You don't just invest money; you invest your time as well. Exactly. You know? Someone just said that Paul Bristow must spend a million. I saw Paul the other night, and he does spend a lot of money and time. Um, uh, Yasmin says you can show your disappointment. Don't boo the shirt, in my opinion. So, George, George was right. That goal's been chalked off, by the way, for offside. It's a very, very, oh, very, very, very late VAR call. Um, so, the discussion I just found out that the discussions with Roy Hodgson is apparently he was sitting on Eastbourne Beach this morning and his blanket blew away. So, Parrish is sending me down a new one. Um, so, a new, a new car rug. Um, so I think we're going to uh, call it a day. Now we are back on Monday evening. Is that right, Ian? Yeah, Monday night. That's, um, that's the plan. Um, we're going to do a double header show. Look back at the Brighton game and Arsenal, of course, and uh, more commentary. I'm sure on Patrick Vieira and his uh, potential replacement. But we'll return on Monday night, 20th of March, at 8 p.m. And as things stand, in Noble will be in the chair because as things stand at the moment, I'm still working. Um, we will be. I wanted to very very quickly touch <laughs> on. Oh look at that! We've got Good day, Paul. Uh, 
Good day, fellas. <laughs> Good day, man. <laughs> Where are you, buddy? In Melbourne. Um, having to own football game. Right. Jump in, but well, we're just about to close the show, and then you turn up. So that part for the course for you. Timing's perfect. <laughs> so we've all frozen, guys. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Right, we're back. Aaron, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I can, I can chat to you after if you like. It's all right, all good. No, that's no, right. Are you well? We miss you. Well, thank you. Yeah, just um, just busy as always. Very quickly, what's your thoughts on what was your what was your thoughts on uh, sacking of Vieira? What you heard last night? I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it at all. You're not you're not happy. He's breaking up. I wanted him to stay. Pretty much like all of us. Very he wanted to stay, basically. Yeah. Okay, Nick, yeah, he's, he's gone. He's gone. gone. That was oh, worth it. I think we're going to wrap it up there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was a nice thing to drop in, though. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, out in Facebook land, I can't believe so many of you joined us this evening. This was uh, just an impromptu discussion on the Vieira thing. Noble lives, like. Jumping on with me and giving up your Friday evening. Uh, we'll be running at eight o'clock in the Arsenal and the Prime game. It'll be just so Crystal Palace. It would be just so Crystal Palace if we go and do something at the Emirates on Sunday, wouldn't it? Eh? Uh, for those of you going, have a safe journey. Um, I have to say to you, I'm going to make one last point before we do go. Uh, because of their success, Brighton were really up for it. Now, the supporters were, I'll tell you what I experienced on Wednesday evening. I experienced 1979 all over again. They were bloody horrible down in the sound. Uh, so any of you are down in the sound, I hope you're safe. Uh, our party got a smack in the face um, and he didn't do anything. Completely unjustified. Brighton police was shit again, as they always are. Kettle to get out outside the ground in the pouring rain for no reason at all. There was nobody around. Uh, so we'll get we'll on that. We'll maybe talk about that a little bit more on Monday night. Thank you so much, all of you, for joining us. Uh, we'll be back on Monday night, 8 o'clock sharp. Take care. Good night, everybody. God bless. Have a great weekend. Other Palace. Come on, my team. Bye.